Welcome to the Electrician Success Podcast. I'm Greg Allen, and this is your daily performance boost. If you want to become a member at the Electrician Success Academy, we have a 10% off lifetime membership if you sign up using the podcast token code. So that's P-O-D-C-A-S-T, all in capital letters, at checkout. Okay, let's get into this one. It's going to be a good one. So I hope you enjoy it. Welcome, guys. I'm really excited about this one because today I'm here with my branch manager from L&H in Osborne Park and really excited to have a chat about what we're going to talk about today, which is creating a relationship with your branch manager. So really stoked to have you here and thanks for your time, man. Thanks, mate. Appreciate it. So, um, yeah, so I guess we can just use um, our relationship as an example of like yep. how we've grown from, I think initially when I came in to L&H, I was a one-man band, maybe with an apprentice. Yep. And so, but in terms of like everything that could happen, what do you reckon is the key benefits of building a good relationship with a branch manager for, from a wholesaler? Probably a situation similar to yourself. Um, when you first came in, Greg, um, you know we sort of got to understand your business and, and where you were where you were focused on in the market, um, what market segment you're after. Um, based on that, you know we could price you accordingly. Uh, instead of having having products that are relevant to you in your price plan, we could focus on on drilling down and giving you the most competitive price on on the market segment that you're looking at. Um, we got to know your, your business better and how you operated and how you want us to, to service you better in terms of whether you're after online or your boys are going to be coming in. Uh, I think at that stage you were using Simpro quite a lot. Yep. Um, so just having an understanding of how that was going to work between the two systems so it was efficient when you came in and, and you weren't sitting, uh, your boys weren't sitting around and you weren't sitting around. Yeah. Um, so I suppose you know, building that relationship from the start I think is imperative uh, in the fact that if, if you have any problems or you're after feedback on on where things to be more efficient um, or, or what we could do more together to, to build the business, uh, whether it be social media campaigns for yourself that we might support or whether it be uniforms and marketing uh, ideas that you've got that you want our backing with. Um, so I feel like you know, with, without that relationship from the start, um, the opportunity to support various things along the path may not be as strong as they could be. Yeah. Um, so I feel like it's important as that for us as it is to you, just as it is, you know, it's, for, for, for your business growing, it's just as important for me. So I think uh, it's not only enjoyable, but it's also mutually profitable, um, yeah. you know, going on that journey together and growing together as a business. So, um, you know, I hate the thought of contractors coming into the branch and it being a transactional process. Yeah. You, you know, you want to have that relationship and you want to you be growing together and understanding each other's business. You know, you, you speak most often three, four times a day. Um, so so it's, you know, it's good having that understanding of each other. Um, Probably with the relationship side as well, um, you know, knowing who we deal with and, and you know, getting to understand those people, uh, it also gives us a chance and the opportunity to sort of introduce you to others that are maybe in a similar um, sort of category of business. Um, I know, for example, when you started out, um, there was one contractor uh, who probably had 20 to 30 uh, employees and uh, I used him as sort of a benchmark. He was someone that a lot of people in the industry knew. Uh, central to Perth and central to our location. Um, I suppose a lot of, he, he took a lot of young guys under his wing and, w and we used the opportunity of having a relationship with him and his, and his loyalty to us. Um, I suppose we organised a lot of network dinners. So we'd organise a, a contracted dinner with, with blokes like yourselves um, 
and sort of three or four others, and he'd share his knowledge on you know market pricing um, in terms of what he charged and why he justified that service. Mm. Not not encouraging the guys to, to charge the same, but making their own decisions based on on his knowledge of the industry of someone who'd been around for 20, 30 years. Um, so that's sort of outside the box of what we'd do for a standard transactional account. You know, having yeah. the opportunity to say, hey, Greg, would you like to come along and speak to someone that's been in the industry for 30 years, a casual dinner over a beer? He can tell you he can tell you how he runs his business, how he advertises, and you can take from that what you want. But for me, if I was in the same shoes as yourself, starting a business, having someone that's going to shed that light, even though your competition, there's, there's a lot of business in Perth, uh, to have someone that's going to share, that's yeah, pretty invaluable. So. Man, there were so many good points in there. So like, I especially, liked like when I first met you like that we connected on a personal level as well yeah. it's like I like this person I think that's really important with yeah, any definitely. relationships in business that like, you've got to make sure that you you like the people you're working with yeah and if it's and so much energy and time's wasted if you don't like that person so it's so good having someone and it has been so good being able to call you at any time and just be able to say like help can you help me out with this yeah that was really good when you talked about the bigger contractors yeah Throughout my journey as a contractor, like being able for you to create those connections and have those other connections within the industry has been really, really powerful. Yep. So that's been awesome. So you, these are the things you're bringing up. And then yep. another thing that I think has been really cool with um, our relationship is, and because it's not transactional, you find out what we need and you make sure it's on the shelf for us. Yep. So if we're buying a certain material more often than others, yep. you're like, okay, we'll stock the shelf for that. Yep. So is that something you do for most of your regulars? And how is the difference between the people, what's your attitude towards like a transactional service? So someone that pops in, pops out, makes the transaction yep. versus someone who stays and actually gets to know you and like, and you get a friendship building. Yeah, I think, I think the biggest thing with the transactional accounts is there's no opportunity for us to understand your business, so we don't realise where we can where we can assist. So, um, you know, for example, uh, you know, a market segment that we're sort of undertaking the last 12 months is, is the aircon um, and refridge side of things. Um, you know, we had a request from a regular contractor that it was inconvenient for him to go to another wholesaler down the road in that sort of market, and then somewhere else to to buy his pair call and his wall duct, and then to come here and and buy the buy the aircon unit. So we facilitated the whole package. So he comes here now and. You know, he gave us the feedback of what he pays elsewhere. We matched the price, so instead of him making three stops now, we cater for that. Yeah. Um, so I suppose if someone's not giving us the feedback, the hardest thing is we can't we can't do anything about it. So, um, you know, like yourself, I think you gave us some feedback uh, maybe six months ago. That you wanted a certain type of downlight here. If you're going to be buying them off the shelf, there's no reason why we wouldn't carry them. So having that understanding, um, probably just to make things more efficient as well. Um, the, the fridgy guys like their stuff segregated out the back. We've got a set area for them so they can come in and come out. They're fairly big units. So instead of them walking through the shop and trying to get trolleys and take them out, there's, there's the understanding and the relationship now. They can just drive in the back door. They let us know what they're grabbing. We help them load it up. They've, they've got their own bay. Yeah. Um, we've had you know um, jobs before, uh, for example, Crown Towers. There was quite a, quite a lot of uh, flexible cable and, uh, and Decron cable that was being used an instrumentation cable. Uh, instead of having that on the shelf, which isn't always relative to every contractor we deal with, we had a set bay down the back that was their bay. It was on consignment. It, it was kept here, but they pay for it as they go. We're happy to facilitate that and carry the stock and, and pay for the stock and you know essentially have it sitting here yeah. for their for their efficiency and for their service. So um, yeah, probably probably just yeah, basically having the understanding, the relationship, and getting the feedback. Um, you know, another example is probably. 
in terms of uh, Saturday, Sunday call-outs. If it's someone like yourself that called, who we've got a relationship with and who supports us and who's loyal to us, um, we'll drop everything and come here at any time and, and open the doors for you, not charge you. Although yeah. you're charging, we're happy to facilitate that. Um, yeah. I suppose for the guys that don't support us or, or there's not, uh, there's not that understanding with or that relationship with. Um, we'll charge them a set call-out fee. We'll, we'll be here. Um, but unfortunately, you know, if they're making money, so do we. But, you know, we try and support those that support us and, and we try to encourage building on that. Yeah. Um, whether it be when you're first starting out and supporting uniforms, uh, whether it be supporting a little bit of signage on your car or supporting a team-building day for, yeah. for, for you and your guys. Yeah. I, f I find more value in... Um, Rather than just giving you know a $200 voucher to you to give to one of your guys, I'd rather spend $200 to go to breakfast with you and all you guys or you guys to dinner or just to the pub with or kick, kick around a footy on the weekend with and just get to know you guys rather than just spend money. I'd rather yeah. invest on spending time to get to know your business and get to know you guys. And yeah. It's mutually rewarding. So That's the difference, man. Like That's the difference between a shitty wholesaler manager and a good wholesaler manager. And what's really cool and what I really like about this branch specifically is that you are that type of person and when you've got you've built these relationships with all these other key players in in the area then these better products go up on the shelf yep. rather than dodgy products which could cause problems later have you seen like other places that sell cheaper products sort of yeah i feel like in this especially in this market at the moment i feel like a lot of people make decisions based on on pricing i feel like uh, a lot of contractors are driven by price with their clients. So, you know, someone says, look, you know, I've got a guy that's going to install a downlight supplied and fitted for $35. So it then becomes less about quality and more about price straight away. Um, and I feel like if, if we all get dragged into that market, we're just going to be spending more and more time chasing our tails, fixing, you know, faulty, yeah. faulty fittings. So um, I feel like, you know, without, without bagging our competitors, I think there's some that do it extremely well, but there's some that, you know, make choices that are based on price. Um, I'll always tell people we won't always have the cheapest product in the shop, but we'll sell quality product. Yeah. Um, we'll sell product that you know is backed by the supplier in terms of if, if you go out and install a downlight or a, or a circuit breaker or what have you and something goes wrong, 90% of the time the people we deal with, uh, we deal with for a reason and they'll go back out there and, and fix the product, so, yeah. you know, whether it be they, they'll fix it for you or reimburse you for your time. Um, a prime example is probably one about three years ago in the solar market, um, a competitor was selling an isolator which was a dollar cheaper than, than a product that we sold. Uh, and our product was NHP at the time, uh, which was covered and there was no issues with. The contractor told me that he was, he was gonna use another product because he used 500 a year. Mm. Uh, he was gonna save a dollar per isolator. So he used them for two years and potentially saved $1,000 and then had to return to 350, uh, 350 of those jobs cool. because of a recall. So the cost of that, um, but obviously, yeah, there's some Huge. people in the contractors, I think, I think most are, smart enough to look past it now and, and realize that you know you put it you put a price on on quality uh, but at the same time i think there's a lot that just go cheap and nasty and look at getting the job done but yeah um, we always try and drive home the fact that you know we'll give you the feedback if there, if there is problems with stuff we'll take off the shelf straight away and yeah um, we'll listen to the market and because we do have sort of 400 plus accounts here we get pretty good feedback from a multitude of people um, same sort of thing as well like as i said in terms of contractors sharing and networking yeah uh, if you said, hey, Ryan, I'm getting a solar market, we've got guys that do that. And I can say, look, Greg, you know, Sam does it every day of the week. Come have a chat with Sam, we'll introduce you. And Sam will say, hey, Greg, when you're doing it, think about this, that, and the other. This yeah. is how I do it. You know, you're all in, you're all in business, but at the same time, uh, I think people will get enjoyment out of, you know, decent people get enjoyment out of sharing their knowledge and, and being able to help others. So. Yeah, I think that, like, even with the online 
the online wholesalers now, that's always going to be transactional. You yeah. don't have that relationship, which is so valuable. Yeah. So like people going and just buying online purely for cost, I think it's a, it's a trap. Yeah. <laughs> it could potentially be a trap because you're missing out on this other value that you get from your knowledge, all of your suppliers' knowledges yeah. as well, and also that relationship that you have, you're always looking to for ways to connect yep. those people that need help with certain things. I think you've got to reward so hard work as well. You know, there's a, there's a lot of costs involved in, in running a business and for us carrying one and a half million dollars worth of stock here for the convenience of the, of the Sparky. Um, you know, someone gave me, any, a supplier of ours gave me an example last week that he, that he often, you know, uses a store to get the research he needs and buys online. So he gave me an example of he went to Harvey Norman for an hour and a half, took a, took a photo of a camera, the model number, and then got the salesman to assist for an hour and a half, then went online and bought the product for $30 cheaper. Like for me, that's, it's not only immoral, but you, you know, you've got to reward hard work. You know, like, like yourself, if you go out and do a quote and talk to someone for an hour about you know, the benefits of LED downlights and- Yeah, how do you feel? And the cost saving, how would you feel if somebody sort of, yeah. you know, cut that by $5 an hour and, and took the work that you've invested time in? So, yeah. Um, I, you know, I understand that you've, you've, you've got to save money and do the best, best interest of your business in terms of cost saving, but at the same time, um, you've got to reward hard work as well. Um, in terms of, in could, terms of that as well, like, you know, get us to do the work. I think a lot of Sparkies often take it upon themselves to make the phone calls and call NHP and find the right technical guy and then make the calls. Yeah. Um, we deal with those guys all day, every day. Yeah. Um, I think I'd highly suggest a lot more contractors and their staff put it upon the wholesaler that's what we're here for um, yeah. we're not just here to chuck an item on the counter and bill it out to your account we're here to we're here to add value yeah. um, we're here to find a solution we might we might know something from previous examples so i think put it upon us and we'll put you in touch with the right person we always ask you guys questions about certain things products um other people's experiences with that yeah and what's the the difference between the harvey norman example you used and the wholesaler is that the Harvey Norman would be a transaction anyway because you go in there once and then leave. Yeah. Whereas building a relationship with the wholesaler is, and the manager specifically, yep. is you've got that external value of the communication and the other network that they've got as well and yep. the knowledge base that you're talking about. Yeah, definitely. So yeah, I think that's awesome. So I think there's so many benefits of building a better relationship with this branch manager. Yep. So, what do you think from your perspective would be the best ways or what's five ways or three ways that a contractor could get in touch with the branch manager and get to know them more, you know, get in front of them? What are some things that they could do? From your angle, what do you wish people did more to come For to For me, you? probably initially when setting up the account, um, you know, it's, the onus is on us as well, but I feel like initially when setting up the account, you know, if, if it's not a forward approach from the manager, ask to meet the manager and have, have that discussion. Um, you know, ask if, if that manager's not there, who they, who they prefer they deal with, so at least you've got a point of contact at the branch. Um, as I say, the onus is on both, but probably after a month or two, just make contact, um, give feedback, make sure you're happy with how things are set up. Um, I feel like often, from my point of view, if a contractor's not happy, they just don't come back, you know. I think people don't like complaining. I know I personally don't like complaining. If, if you go somewhere and get bad service, you often don't go again, rather mm. than call up and and complain and ruin someone's day. But I think yeah. the feedback's important. Um, I suppose, yeah, just fr from the get-go, just giving the feedback and putting it out there of your expectations on us. Like, I enjoy nothing more than someone like yourself coming in saying, Ryan, this is what I expect, this is what I want. 
um, you know, I don't take it as a bad thing. I think I can service your business better because I have an understanding. Yeah. Um, this is what I'd prefer you to do better. This is what I'd like to change. Um, just sitting down and having those conversations, you know, like I know we sat down six months ago and, and you said to me, um, you know, in terms of where can I save money? I think the market's tight for everyone at the moment. Um, but I, I mentioned to yourself from from the feedback and from what I see every day, you, you know, you guys coming in, they might spend five times five minutes extra here because they might not have the right gear on the, in the van. So the feedback we can give with that sort of stuff, just from there was a few items that you said this, this, and this. If you'd change that to that, still good products, yep. then we end up saving over two grand a month. If we if we use this isolator instead of this one, yeah. or this smoke alarm instead of this, yeah, yeah. yeah I've yeah, noticed you buy great. those ones. Why do you buy them? You should buy these ones instead. Yep. And then we got all of our guys to go and make sure they did that. Yep. And you gave us permission to, you know, swap it, get it done, and. You know, that yep. saved us heaps. So yep, definitely. And that was awesome. And you wouldn't get that from a transaction. What would happen is you continue your business, spending extra money every month. Yep. And then that's your potentially profit as a business owner. Yep. Always. So I mean for us probably as, as well, probably the trust from the get go. Um, you sort of need to, be, need to be given trust from the start and given that opportunity. Um, I probably encourage guys like locally to get to get sort of uh, advice or, or suggestions from their local contractors on who they use and why. Um, you know, that's probably the biggest selling point for us. We can probably catch up 20 times before you start a business and have a chat to, to build that. Whereas if you speak to three or four other contractors in the area and say, who do you use and why? Yeah. Uh, I think the trust for us there is sold from, you know, from a customer's experience. There's no better person to sell our business than a customer. So um, yeah, I suppose just, just building the relationship from the start and getting to know them rather than just making it transactional. Uh, giving the feedback and setting your expectations because it is appreciated. It's not, it's not a take, you know, a step backwards from us of you know they're being too forward. Um, and then probably probably encourage like, you know, we support any marketing ideas or we support most marketing ideas that contractors will present, but a lot of them don't present any. So we had one last week that sat down and said, look, you know, I want to do a Facebook push. I want 20 free downlights. This is what I'm planning on doing with it. I reckon I'll probably sell five houses. So for me, the investment of 20 downlights to get a sale for 150 downloads is beneficial. Yeah. So um, obviously he's not going to get a discount there for a bulk purchase, but the support that he's going to get is us supporting his, his Facebook ideas. A lot of them don't do that, and a lot, you know, I'd wish more people would come to us and say, hey, Ryan, we want to do this, we want to do this push, or we want your support with this, whether it be a supplier day like, like yourself, you know, you set up at the beach and, and come up with something different, some you know, sort of savvy marketing ideas, we can support that. Yeah. You know, whether, whether it be uniform ideas or an incentive for the guys, I know, a local contractor to here uh, has a setup where the person who's he, his tradesman who sells the most LED downlights and upsells for the month, um, they put on a, a dinner for him and their part, or for him and he, for the tradesman and his partner, yeah. um, or a friend if they don't have a partner at the end of the month, uh, up to the value of $300. So for us, generally for that period, we sell about 800 downlights to that one customer over that period. So we support that by, by putting on dinner for them and their partner. So there's there's, a, there's ways and, and means we can help you and sit down together and come up with with ideas together as we have in the past. Um, but I suppose unless unless you voice that or unless you, you're you motivated to do that and enthusiastic about it, yeah. it's not gonna happen. What, so. is the, what does the contractor need to be thinking when they're like thinking, can my wholesale help with this? What do they need to be thinking about? Um, suppose, I suppose you gotta branding. have- Branding. Yeah, I suppose- Branding. I suppose you gotta, you gotta have like trust in the decisions that we, we make. Um, I suppose 
uh, we're here to help your business. We're not, we're, you know, like, like yourselves, we're here to we're here to uh, be a profitable business as well. But uh, I think everyone understands at the moment the market there's there's no room for someone to be making 30, 40 percent on mm. material. So it is competitive. Um, so I suppose that's where relationships are important and loyalty is important at the moment. But I suppose with, with the branding, um, you know, the decisions we make to put what we do on the shelf uh, to save you guys time and to save you hassle of, of warranty issues. Um, I suppose, yeah, just just the trust really from from the get go, um, yeah. and just the opportunity to discuss if, if something goes wrong, if there's a price that you're unhappy with, rather than walking away, um, you know, discuss that. We can easily sort something out. If you bought something in Victoria six months ago, we can recharge it for you if if it's yeah. been charged wrong. So yeah, just the communication is the key, really. Mm. So cool, that's wicked. And so just to recap, so building a relationship. With your brand's manager yep. is more than just a transaction. Yep. It's about the connections that you provide. It's about better pricing, so you save money straight up. Yep. Um, and you you actually actively look for it. Yep. You are constantly faced with different products and how they are and what's better and what's worse. And you generally, if you're a good store manager, you yep. you make sure that the best is on the shelf. Otherwise, it costs you long in the long run. Yep. And uh, yeah, I, and just the ability, the technical understanding of all that as well, and yep. the way to connect other contractors with others is really powerful as well. Probably, so. yeah, just just more trust and, and more sharing of the load of your business. Mm. Um, I suppose someone like yourself, uh, with a few with a few employees working for you, it sort of becomes harder to manage because you're that busy and you're pulled left, right, and centre. So I suppose just sharing that load, you know, letting letting us. Uh, have some part of that in your business and doing the research and making those decisions. Um, I suppose contractors being more savvy with, with, with their staff going to wholesalers, uh, we find it hard in terms of doing barbecues and trade days. Yep. Um, you know, contractors don't want, want their staff sitting around and wasting an hour, which often happens. We see it every day. You know, they think they're sort of straight in, straight out. And, and sort of without pointing out the obvious, there's, there's a lot of times where it's a coffee and they sit down and the smoke break out the back and it's 45 minutes till they're Whoa. out the door. So the cost there and, and what that's worth to you is, with, is huge. I suppose I always encourage- I'll tell you the cost. The yep. cost if it's an hour, if they're sitting around, even over the day, if it's an hour's worth of time, it's 12.5% off your productivity. So you're ending up with an 87.5% productive day if you're you're charging seven hours, but the, the electrician's working for eight. Yeah. So if you've got a 10% net profit, that means you've lost 2.5% for the day by that person sitting around at the wholesaler for an hour. And you can, you can imagine times in that by the guys that have got 20 blokes working yeah. for them. We, we, see, we often see some that have got like 20 various vans coming in a day and they're all sitting here for half an hour having a coffee. So it's good that the relationship's good. Sometimes you sort of want the relationship with the, with the owner of the business to be that way, but maybe the staff in and out, because otherwise if it is too good, they want to have a chat every time. Yeah. So it's tough. I, I suppose I, I wouldn't want to discourage, you know, if, if there's not the opportunity for the staff to attend product launches and stuff like that at, at a branch during business hours, I completely respect and understand that. Um, and it's probably more for the business owner to make those decisions on what products they're going to use or what they're seeing and, and, and they're going to, you know, promote to their customers. But I'd probably highly encourage, you know, industry days and, and safety uh, bulletins and stuff like that where we, that we have at the branch or after hours. Because um, yeah. you know, if you don't see the importance of that as a contractor, if you start being aware of those things, I think there's a massive issue. So yeah. we, we put those days on our own back. Um, so yeah, probably encourage just 
pick and choose, you know, pick and choose which events that you support that that we promote. Yeah, I understand you can't come to all of them. Time is money. Yeah. Um, but you know, there's there's a lot of stuff we do that is, I believe, beneficial to. There's the more value business. that the con- uh, the wholesaler is providing to contractors yeah, yeah, as well. So yeah. when you're comparing, that's exactly right. Hundred percent. Yeah. Awesome, man. Well, thank you for your time. No today. worries, man. Appreciate it. Awesome. Cheers, Thanks, mate. Hey guys, thank you so much for being here. Just a reminder, use the promo code P-O-D-C-A-S-T, PODCAST, all in capital letters, at checkout at the Electrician Success Academy to get a lifetime 10% off for being one of our awesome listeners here at the Electrician Success Podcast. Anyway, have a fantastic day. I hope you're crushing it out there and I'll see you in the next episode.